Well, earlier this week it was announced the border closure had been extended again. This time until June 21st. But this time around, calls are growing louder and louder for an actual plan to reopen the border. And one of those calling for that is the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. Perrin Beattie is the Chamber's CEO, and he joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Perrin, good afternoon. Thank you. Good afternoon. All right. Is it time that the government seriously considers a plan to reopen uh, rather than just extend the border closure? What, What we need to know is to know that there is a plan of some sort and to know what the plan is. Uh, It may be that right now isn't the time to throw the border wide open, but we need to know what are the criteria that the government is going to be using to make the decision on whether and when the border should be reopened. There's no reason why there should be a secret about that. People should know what it is, and businesses should be able to plan as well. What do you think the uh, metric uh, should be? Is it just a COVID caseload, or is it vaccination rate, a combination thereof, and of both countries? I'm open to, you know, we should obviously listen to the experts in terms of how best to, to determine the metrics, I'm open to what they are, but you could be looking at a range of things from what are the infection rates at the time, how are you doing in terms of your intensive care system uh, in the hospitals, because you certainly do not want them overwhelmed. Um, what about the vaccination rate? And you know, certainly a combination of vaccination rates and infection rates, vaccination rates up, infection rates down dramatically, it should be a pretty good indication then that that it's becoming safe to reopen. Well, a significant milestone in this country reached today, the fact that we've now surpassed the U.S. in proportion of population vaccinated. Do you think that that ensures or should it ensure that this is the final border closure? We don't know. And that's the difficulty for for businesses. All of us hope, uh, you know, intensely we hope that these are the last closures, whether it's lockdowns of stores or whether it's the closure of the border. Uh, we can't say for sure what conditions are going to be in the future, but but we need to take every measure that we can to ensure that we can keep society and our economy safely open. And that has to be our priority. The other thing that government has to do is it has to make a decision as to what does it mean to be vaccinated? If, if the message coming from government correctly is get vaccinated, you're less likely to catch the disease and die, and you're less likely to give it to somebody else, surely that should have some impact on government regulations. And yet when we saw you know, your grandmother coming back from Florida after Easter, fully vaccinated, she was still being forced into COVID quarantine. Does that really make sense? And the border, of course, uh, has been uh, closed for uh, well over a year now. Just what sort of impact has that had on Canadian business, the Canadian economy? Just how important is it that it gets reopened in the uh, coming weeks or months? The impact has been significant. Uh, When we look at supply chains, they function remarkably well. And we've kept the border open to truckers, for example, to be able to move the goods through North America that we've needed to, to move. But if you look at the ability of businesses to be able, of business people to be able to travel to see customers, for example, or to service uh, customers in other in other regions of North America, um, I was talking to somebody today who sits on a, on an international board. She will be the only person not able to come to the next board meeting because she is a Canadian, and uh, this just doesn't make sense for us to be looking at that. Then the obvious impact is clearly on tourism and travel. Uh, if you look at the the dollar volume of that, it's just almost impossible to quantify at this point. 
Um, the one thing that's clear is that the United States is going to have a very robust summer tourist season. We won't in Canada. Most tourism that takes place will be within three hours of people's homes. And as a consequence, then uh, the continuing losses for, uh, for businesses and for others are enormous. Just the best example of that for folks in Toronto is the CNE. Uh, the CNE has, has announced that, that even though it's around Labor Day that, that it normally is, is held, um, we're not going to have it again this year. But similar fares anywhere in the United States will go on. And as you mentioned about uh, or talk about uh, tourism, I mean, uh, obviously public health is paramount uh, here, but uh, economics, uh, jobs also uh, play a role, have to be a consideration. Has the federal government, when it comes to the border, parent, have they been collaborative and uh, have they uh, been willing to uh, listen to uh, some of the concerns, say, at the Canadian Chamber of Commerce uh, and others when it comes to uh, the consideration of reopening the border? Um. I'd have to answer that yes and no. Um, th there's been more outreach from government in the past year on the part of ministers, for example, calling and, and genuinely listening than I've seen for a long time. And that's, that's something we're very grateful for. But when it comes to putting in place a, a coherent strategy for the border, which is what we're calling for, we are not calling for the border to be immediately open. We're calling for a strategy. We still don't have it. And we need a strategy that the business is part of. Otherwise, what you get is chaos when government simply announced we've changed the policy, we're throwing a switch here, and things are suddenly reopened. We saw that in the U.S. when, when a week ago when the Centers for Disease Control changed their policy on masking. They said that people who had had two shots uh, were able to go into stores and the like without having to wear a mask. What they did without consulting with, with business people was to simply throw it in the lap of the, of the people running the stores to say, find some way of figuring out whether or not somebody's fully vaccinated. And then you were to police this. Um, it made no sense. So what you need is to have a strategy and it has to be a strategy that is thought out in conjunction uh, with those who are affected by it. Just finally, when we talk about being collaborative, how much of a voice, how big of a voice is the U.S. side uh, on this? And uh, what are you hearing from your counterparts uh, there? Are they uh, eager to get the border as reopened as, uh, say, the Canadian Chamber of Commerce and others? From the outset, the Americans have been keener on having an open border. And indeed, they have fewer, fewer restrictions on Canadians coming into the U.S. than we have on people coming north. Uh, we could see that over the over the winter as people, snowbirds went to Florida and Arizona and so on. Um, and the the most recent example on the Canadian side was, of course, that the press reported this past week that many Canadians were crossing the border for an hour and a half to get a COVID shot and coming back. And, of course, the government then stepped in to prevent that and said, well, you'll have to quarantine after you come back. That effectively uh, ends the ability of Canadians to flip over to get themselves with their second shot and to free up a shot in Canada for another Canadian who's waiting in line. Um, so the approach on the, on the two sides has been quite different. Ironically, at this point, uh, given infection rates, it may be that it should be the Americans as opposed to Canadians who maybe who should be more concerned. All right, we've got to leave it there for now. We will continue to watch this with interest. Perrin Beatty, CEO of the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. Appreciate the time. Have a safe, long weekend. You too, have a great one.